0: I think I'm just going to let Kristen introduce me from now on. (laughs) Phil, you're fired. (laughs) Thank you, baby. As she said, Happy Mother's Day. Isn't this a great day? And I'll just let you know right up front, I have tissues because I have a little bit of an allergy problem. My doctor told me allergy is your worst, or excuse me, spring is your worst enemy, and today my enemy is attached to my nose, <laughs> my throat, <laughs> my eyes, my ears, and it's like oh, he won't leave me alone. So I apologize. What a great song, "The Honey in the Rock." Oh my goodness, you must have sang. I was I missed last Sunday because of. Uh, Sorry, Brian, I'm trying to be very careful uh, because of this yuck that I'm dealing with. But to hear it today, I thought, wow. It Hopefully you'll see the parallel or see the similarities between the song that they sang and what I want to speak to you today. This is not packed with all kinds of scripture. I don't mean to be irreverent or to let you down. You probably came, give me the word, give me the word. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you some word, but I want you to feel good, Mom. I want you to leave here today encouraged that all of your work has not been done in vain and that I titled this message actually today, Bloom Where You're Planted. It's an old Probably proverbial, you're probably going, oh great, we're going back in time. Well, maybe a little bit, but we're going to talk about bloom where you're planted. And I know that sounds like a girly term, but gentlemen, there's something that you can receive from this today as well, trust me. So did you know there is nothing more dangerous than a mother protecting her young You try to get at my babies, and I'll show you just how strong I am. I'm not, I've all, I've never considered myself a very strong person, but you come at my babies, and you're going to find out just how much strength is in this old mama. Did you also know that good moms will let you leak the beaters after they're done mixing up that cake or that cookie dough or whatever? Oh, yeah. But a great mom will turn them off first. (laughs) Now, mother, this is how you pronounce the word mother. It is M-U-H-T-H, mother. Say that, mother. There you go. And also that word is a noun. And the meaning of that noun is one person who does the work of 20 (laughs) for free. (laughs) And now, kids, I have a warning for you today. I'm just telling you, okay? But don't you forget these words of this old lady up here today. Listen intently. Your mom is better than the CSI. I'm telling you. She knows you did it. She knows how you did it. She knows who you did it with. And if she doesn't right away, she will find out. And then she can even hear you trying to hide the evidence. You can't get away with anything with your mother. So for some of us moms here today, it might be more of a day of memorializing. Could be that you've lost your mother. I lost my mother in 2015, didn't really have an opportunity to tell her goodbye because she suffered a fall and never regained consciousness. But I was there um, to see her before the Lord took her on. So I think of Mother's Day. I don't get that call from my mom, Kimberly, um, this is your mother. And I'm like, no kidding. (laughs) But... You're either memorializing your mother or it could be that you could be a mom who is here today and you lost a spouse and it's left up to you to raise your children by yourself. Maybe you're a single mom and you never married and you have a child that you're having to raise. But you could also be here as a mom who has lost a child. And here's my prayer for you today is that you will... Keep your heart and your mind open so that the Holy Spirit can come in and strengthen you and fill you with those beautiful memories as you reflect on your loved ones. I can remember when I was in high school, I was a cheerleader, <clears throat> and for certain pep rallies, we would wear these buttons. It could have said, I'm trying to think of slogans that were famous in the 70s, given away my age. And... I had one, though, that was very colorful, it was about that big, and I always wore it right up here, and it said, bloom where you're planting it. It had these really colorful whimsy flowers on it, and sometimes I would just wear it anyway. Never really thought too much about the meaning of the phrase, but at some point, I thought, you know what, i got to figure out what this phrase means. Have, how many of you are familiar with that phrase or you've heard someone say, you got to bloom where you're planted? Exactly. Well, the origin of that phrase is said to be, this is, this is what most people perceive it to be. St. Francis de Sales... Bishop of Geneva. This goes back to the year 1567, between there and 1622, so it goes way back. He he was recorded saying this, truly charity has no limit, for the love of God has been poured into our hearts by his spirit, dwelling in each one of us, calling us to a life of devotion, and inviting us to bloom in the garden where... He has planted and directed us to radiate the beauty and spread the fragrance of his providence. But it wasn't until many years later that the quote became even more popular by a famous artist by the name of Mary Inglebright, And she published a book entitled Mary Inglebright: The Art and the Artist. And she made that phrase Very famous. Bloom where you're planted. As a matter of fact, the button that I wore on my cheerleading uniform always, uh, it was a Mary Englebright painting on a button. I don't even know if I still have it and if I don't, it's okay. I've got enough junk as it is. The meaning of the expression is this. A person should take advantage of the opportunities they have in their life and be grateful for the present situation. Think about that. And that includes your physical or your geographical location. When I think of the word bloom, this is what I think of. I think of spring and pretty flowers. And I love flowers. My family will tell you spring is coming and they might have bets, I'm not sure. They may have taken them in the past. How many ferns am I going to come home with when I go out shopping? How many are actually going to continue to live throughout the season that are hanging across my front porch? How many flowers are going to fill up the back end of my Jeep? And how many am I going to plant or just let die in the containers that I bought them in? So that's how spring usually goes for me. So, (laughs) that's a horrible confession, but that's the reality sometimes. But I think about these beautiful flowers. I love flowers. I don't like to decorate with them inside my home, but I love to look at them outside. What a beautiful reminder of God's love, and he knew that we would love to see something pretty Uh, My dad, a very manly man, was in love with flowers. I think you remember Phil telling you, first time he ever met him, um, he told my mother, Gladys, Gladys, pull over, pull over. We're going from the Phoenix airport two hours north of where they live, and there's nothing but cactus. Cactus and rock and dirt for miles. And he hollers at my mom, glass to stop. And my dad, this big 6'3 guy gets out of the car and he gets down on his knees without, remember those little skinny cameras that you and then you advance it forward. He had one of those and he got down on his knees alongside of the highway, outside of Phoenix, Arizona, and started taking pictures of these little wildflowers growing on the side of the road kind of, you know, not a way um, a burly, redneck, gun-carrying, hunter, fisher, camper guy would like to meet his future father-in-law, but that's how they met. So I think of all these beautiful flowers, but my favorite, I must admit, I believe are the wildflowers, that grace a field where there appears to be no life. You look out. You're driving along. We had to take. We took a trip to South Florida here a couple weeks back, and the closer we got to Ocala, I was looking at the open fields and seeing all those beautiful flowers out in the field of nowhere. Some of them adorn like the the edge of a pasture where the cows are grazing, and that. Some of them were deliberately planted in the median or on the side of the road, and they'd put a little sign about taking care of the wildflowers. And I just love them. They add so much color and beauty to the rest of the places where you wouldn't see a deliberately planted rose bush or a geranium or carnations or anything of that nature. Now, I'm going to show you something. Um, Can you all see? I can't pick it up. It's too heavy. But I have a big old pot here that belonged to us when we were in house. Don't pick it up. You're going to... You can't pick it up. He hurt himself working on our house. Okay. Can you see the petunias in there? (laughs) You know what I think I'll do? sold our home as you know phil has shared with you and those of you that have been friends with me on facebook which i'm i'm locked out of by the way so if you've been trying to get in touch with me on facebook it ain't going to happen until i create a new account and i'm not very anxious to do that right now But when we moved, sold our home here in Niceville, everything was perfect. It was the way it was supposed to be. It was to be as Chip and Joanna Gaines say on their show, Fixer Upper. It was our happily ever after. Well, our happily ever after got interrupted. We sold our home. And you can't tell people who are packing your home... Um, Yeah, put them on a packing truck. What do you do with stuff like that? I don't know. But we grabbed them and filled them, put them on a trailer, and off we went to an area about 45 miles from here. It was a temporary living place until we found our own place. And this pot, along with about four others, got put on a concrete slab underneath a little tiny pitch of a garage roof. It rained every day, and it filled those pots with so much water. And then when the sun came out, there was never a breeze It was so scorching hot. You couldn't walk from our RV to our car without all the makeup going down your face. And I thought what have we just done? What in this world did I do? We went, this beautiful pot went from a back porch of such peace and calm to the front of a garage of nothing but rain and heat and bugs and snakes and all this other kind of yucky stuff. And that's where they sat. And before you know it, now, let, let me go back for just a second. They moved again. When we found our property, we moved them from a, a concrete slab to a back porch, a wooden porch. We have an old hunting house that we're renovating into our home. And I just said, just set them out there. They had to get out of the way. And they've been sitting on a porch. I have not watered them. I haven't looked at them. I haven't pulled the weeds out of them. And they're sitting in the sun. If it rains, great. If it doesn't, well, okay, great too, I guess. And the other day, a few weeks back, I went outside to look at the porch. I thought, I'm going to sweep it. We bought cushions for the chairs. I thought, I'm going to make this place look decent. And I happened to turn and look, and I saw... A bloom in this pot and I thought well that's kind of weird and then for a minute my eyes swelled with tears and I thought oh Dartmouth way I miss you Dartmouth way and then I felt like the Lord spoke to me and he's this is what he said that little flower represents my promise to you that I have been with you in this move. And you, Kim Daniels, you're to be grateful for where I have planted you in this season. As tough as it started, be grateful for my provisions. And then I looked at it and I went, oh, 600 South Planters Drive out in the middle of Mudville and Pine Trees. Yay! I have a beautiful petunia. I didn't plant the petunia in the pot. It just... They were planted in other pots out on our pool deck. We don't have a pool where we live. We have sand. And it's okay. But here comes this beautiful pink petunia. And you know what? You may not think that that's significant, but when you're transplanted from one place that's your comfort zone to another place that's totally opposite from what you're used to, you will welcome a pink petunia. I don't care if you're big and burly, a hunter, a fisherman, big old masculine he-man, or a very fragile little woman you will appreciate the beauty in a petunia, trust me. But this is exactly how we're planted. Sometimes the way we're planted, it's planned out meticulously and very well organized. We choose the perfect place, but we may not always have the choice of where we want to be planted or when we're to bloom. So have you ever found yourself asking, your, have you ever found yourself asking, how on earth did I get here? I did not ask for this. Which, side statement, Phil and I knew that we wanted to live in the country and we both knew that when we stepped foot on the property that we purchased, we had a peace about it. We knew that it was God's divine plan for us to be where we're at. Regardless of how painful the move was and how different it was for us, we know we're in the center of his will. You know, Paul tells the Philippians in chapter 4 of Philippians, he says this, for I have learned how to be content whatever the circumstances He went on to say, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all of this through Him who gives me strength. You see, it's not about what we have, how much we have, or what we don't have, it's not about our appearance, Mom. It's not about our successes, what we've lost or wished we had. God can give us the strength to bloom, which also means to flourish in whatever circumstance we're in. We've got to be willing, though, to allow God to use us wherever and however and whenever he chooses. As moms were chosen by God, to be who he desires for us to be to our children, whether we gave birth to them or we chose to adopt them. Our kids are his gift to us. Raising our children comes with seasonal changes and challenges. Amen? And in the same way we care for planted flowers, we care for our children. I should take more care of my flowers, though. I've always... I I use that as my excuse. My flowers aren't thriving because I'm trying to take care of my children. (laughs) But from birth until they graduate from high school, and for some reason even into their adult years, we will experience with them seasons of change that can be planned carefully, and yet they can be interrupted unexpectedly. And I think of the unexpected or the interrupted seasons, like a field of unmatched flowers growing randomly. Something interrupted the flow of all those beautiful flowers, and now here comes a trail of cows trampling on them, or, or whatever it is out there. Isn't it the goats that will eat everything and anything in sight? They eat them up. And... Sometimes you can look at them and you're thinking, wow, especially in South Florida, they're out in the scorching sun. They're at the mercy of the rain and the sun and whatever soil is there in that field. They're at their mercy to thrive or to bloom. They have to survive the winds, the rain, and all that trampling of unwelcome guests. Well, guess what? God has planted us moms in our children's lives for a reason. They are ours, regardless of the excessive rains and the wind and the heat. I've told my kids whether you like it or not, God chose me to be your mom. And then God says, "Yeah, and I chose them to be your children." I'm like, oh, "I know, I know, I know." He knew that we needed each other to get through every season of our lives. Cameron needs me, I need Cameron. Kristen needs me, I need Kristen. I won't always get it right. You won't always get it right. But we do our very best. And God knows I've made my share of mistakes. But I've always asked God, please help me to do the best that I can, the best of my ability. I heard some say that, wouldn't it be nice if life were nothing but roses? (laughs) Think about it. We're talking about flowers. If life was all roses... You have to be careful what you wish for because with rose bushes comes thorns, right? All flowers come with some challenges. The four seasons of the year that you can predict... Well, maybe not always in Florida, but you have spring, then you have summer, and then you have fall, and you have winter. You can at least predict. We plan our vacations, our school calendars, our wardrobes, everything. We plan around those various seasons. But life is so unpredictable that you can't plan. Hey, we're going to plan for this, or you might have a plan. We're going to plan for a vacation. But our vacation was interrupted It just happened that way. It was our choice. So the vacation didn't happen. Something interrupted that. Our seasons can be emotional journeys. Some of them can be compared to the disorder of a field of wildflowers. Like, I'm not sure what kind of flowers those are. Where did they come from? (laughs) Who put them there? Not me. And this is everything that you can associate with wildflowers. We kind of feel thrown into a place all alone without any warning, and we're left to figure it out, how to survive under these circumstances. We didn't ask for that. We want to be strong moms, moms who have it all together, and no one is to see or know that there's brokenness going on inside. No one wants to deal with that. So how do we bloom where we're planted in what appears to be a mess? Can't we just hide until the season is over? No, you can't. We need to learn how to bloom even in seasons of chaos. We will always learn more from the challenges we work through rather than from those challenges that we avoid. Yes, God can move what we see as a mountain, and he can change our circumstances as he desires He can do the miraculous. I believe that. I trust him to do it. However, if he were to remove every unpleasant obstacle in our lives, we'd never learn how to overcome them. Amen? Had you left your little child, I can't tie my shoes. You're 12 years old. Either figure it out or go to school without your shoes tied. Sometimes you have to make that decision. Figure it out. Do it over and over and over again. And do it with a good attitude. Wildflowers can bloom through rocky soil, through rocky places amongst the weeds in good or uncared for soil. It's as if they were determined to bring beauty to a place where very little or no beauty at all exists. Blooming has nothing to do with sunshine, plush fields, has nothing to do with any of that, or even being in the right place. Having the ideal job or the best of things, blooming has nothing to do with that. The meaning of bloom lies in maturity. God knows there's so many times I have found myself saying this to myself. Oh, Lord Jesus, if I only knew now, or if I only knew then what I know now, how much different things would have been It means to flourish or to grow or develop successfully in whatever situation you're in. It takes staying in his word, staying connected to other women within your spiritual family or men as well, declaring warfare against the enemy on behalf of your family and your circumstances and determination to be who God created you to be. Blooming is a spiritual liberation and the end of a journey from darkness beneath the soil Too light. Too light. (laughs) Did you get that? You can only hide for so long and then you've got to be determined to either break out from that pot of dark dirt or just stay there the rest of your life until until you turn to mold and you just go away. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a seed stuck in the dirt. I'm telling you, just a smidgen of green is hope that we have that there's something good that lies ahead. I've always asked the Lord, just give me a little sign. Just, I don't care, just a little sign. Put a little peephole through that wall or that situation, God is at work even when we can't see it. In our own lives, in our children's lives, in the lives of our friends, he is at work. And I learned to survive in a pot of dirt. I did. I wanted to crawl in a pot of dirt and just slap it over top and say, I will bloom when I'm ready. And God says, girlfriend, you got this all wrong. You're going to learn from this experience. You're going to bloom when I say it's time to bloom. So whatever the situation you're in or that we find ourselves in, and for the unexpected seasonal changes that lie ahead, because guess what, Mom? (laughs) Whether your children are young or grown, there's going to be more. There's going to be more seasons. God is the one who has planted us exactly where we are to be. We may wonder why. Why here, or maybe even doubt his timing. But keep in mind, only he can see the end, and his ways are higher than our ways. We've got to trust him. We need not ourselves, and we need to surrender to his will and not ours. You know, in the same chapter of Philippians 4, I was just reading the whole chapter and I read it a couple more times. Paul even went on, he said earlier in the chapter, he said, Do not be anxious about anything. Like, are you kidding me? Really? I just uprooted myself from a seven, two thousand square foot home to a thirty-two foot long RV. Come on, I'm not to be anxious about anything. I don't even have a place to go yet. Sorry, that was my cough drop. <laughs> I bit it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But Paul says this: Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, I thank you for the sand. I thank you for the trees that are making me blow my nose and hawk up stuff that I don't like. And I thank you for things that make my eyes water and itch. And I can't even wear my mascara. I'm so thankful. <laughs> but with thanksgiving, we're to present our request to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding or even the things that you don't understand will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So to bloom where you're planted, Mom, be who you were created to be. Choose to make the best of where you're at and what you have even when the seasons get tough. Do what's right in raising your children or what you know best to do in raising your children, even when it's hard. It might break your heart. It can cause you to feel discouraged or defeated or sometimes even like a little failure. Don't look back and say, oh, I regret this and I regret that. Look forward and say, you see that? That's a pot of dirt. There's even a few weeds down there. I left the weeds. I did not pluck the weeds out of this pot because I wanted you to see. You see this pot of dirt? One day, it's going to be a beautiful flower. Oh, yeah, nice flower. I see that down there. God will give you a promise. Life may not go according to our plan. However, we do have control on how we respond. Let me say that again, because this isn't just for moms. This is for all of us, kids as well, young, old, Life may not go according to your plan, or my plan, but we have control on how we respond. Remember, regardless of where or how, your, where your father chooses to plant you, whether it's meticulously or like little wildflowers just thrown and blown all over the place, as your faith and your trust grows in him, you will be able to bloom wherever he plants you. So as a little reminder today that you're to bloom where you're planted, I have a little gift for all of you moms. It's a little packet of wildflowers. I did not open these until this morning when I got here to the church, and I happened to open a box and pull out this little packet, and I looked on the back, and it says in bold white letters, SEEDS OF INSPIRATION. So I'm telling you, mom, today... Be inspired. I'm taking mine home, and my husband will tell you, I keep talking about wildflowers. I'm going to throw them out behind my house, and I want to see where they come up. I want my seeds to bloom where they're planted, and I'm not going to meticulously plant them. I want them to be a reminder that God's beauty is in every circumstance of my life and he's in every circumstance and every situation of yours. So mom, today, Pastor Tommy, I'm gonna turn this over to you, right? You're next. I want you to take these home. Plant them, you can plant them meticulously if you want. You just can't have my pot because there's gonna be more petunias in there. And put them in a pot or throw them in the backyard or on the side of your driveway, wherever you wanna put them. But make sure that you look at it as a reminder that you can be a beautiful bloom. And in your season of chaos, you can bloom where you're planted. Amen? God bless you, Mom. Enjoy your day.